Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to episode 286 of the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And I'm really excited to bring you my interview with Alice Lasad from Meat Fight. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. We've been trying to do this for, I think, about four years now, and we finally get to do it. And the timing is perfect because on May 4th, May the 4th, Star Wars Connection, they are releasing tickets for a drive through event for Meat Fight 1K. Generally, it's not a drive through event, but because of the pandemic, they're doing it that way. It's really cool. I'll put links below. And she explains in the latter half about the Meat 1K and about November, they're going to have an official Meat Fight event, but it's going to be a drive through event. And then because of the pandemic, they had to scrap it last year. So they had other events and did stuff online, but they this is going to be at a physical location. And she gets into all that, and especially I was curious how Meat Fight came about. I had read about it a little bit. Daniel Vaughn from Texas Monthly had written about it, but I didn't know her story. I didn't, I didn't know how she had gotten a James Beard Award. She's just engaging and wonderful and such a great human, and I don't want to get too into it because it's better to hear it from her. But you get a chance to learn how Meat Fight came about, how it got connected to the National MS Society, and how much money they have raised, and they've been able to purchase over 300 bikes. It's There's so many cool things. I'll put tons of links below. I'll also do a companion blog so you can connect to everything and donate and learn how to assist as much as possible. Uh, I can't thank her enough for taking the time. It's such a worthy cause. If you've ever seen any photos, I'll put some photos in the intro of this YouTube of Meat Fight. It just looks like the most fun. And when she describes everything about the Meat Fight events, when life turns back to normal, it's just going to be a wonderful time. And I know those tickets will sell out quickly. So keep them on your radar. Again, Alice, thank you so much for sharing your time. And the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast and YouTube show is brought to you by Centex Smokers. They're out of Luling, Texas. You can check them out at Centex underscore Smokers on Instagram. Give them a DM, get a quote. You Take a look at his feed, follow him. It just astounding work. Just beautiful, beautiful stuff. Every time he builds a new pit, I'm just astounded. It's I keep using the word astounding, but it is truly fitting for what Michael does at Centex Smokers. Again, it's Centex underscore Smokers. Check them out. And I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. Links on my podcast, on my crazy list. Trying to be as useful a resource as possible. Check me out on social media at kevinsbbqjoints. But at the end, stay safe and enjoy this interview with Alice. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. How, so we, you remembered how, how long? Has it been four years since we've been trying to do this or three? Um, it was 2017. So I don't know which years like count on the calendar. I kind of didn't count 2020 as a year. So three. Um yeah, yeah so a couple of years a little, little while a good amount of time like it's and it's not like it's not like you've been shutting me or like I got like you haven't said no every time it's just that we, it just hasn't no. worked out yeah <laughs> the schedules have been complicated yeah you were so awful like you're like no I will not and I finally just right. ba- badgered you to the point of doing this but like I said off camera like big I have a big question candy corn you don't like candy corn right I, I hate yeah. it. I hate kitty cord. So I, it, so I like even hearing the words together kind of just like induces a little bit of the, a little vomit. <laughs> yeah. It's not my favorite. Why uh-huh. does it taste like neither candy nor corn? Mm-mm. I don't, I don't like it. I don't understand it. It makes me grossed out and they have different colors now. Like they're oh, trying they? to make anything happen at Easter now too. Not just a Halloween oh. candy. Well, isn't that weird how every candy and every company now has massive stuff for Easter. It seems like the weirdest. I was down that aisle in Target this year, and I thought, what the yeah. hell is going on here? It's... Yeah, it's it's serious. So, like, yeah, pastel candy corn. I don't, know I don't want it. I'm so sorry. I didn't. I really don't. I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. And so now people are sending it to me. Um, so that's fun. Oh. Uh... Okay, I'll, I'll, put <laughs> your, I'll put your address below. No, I don't know yet. I feel, don't you best. feel like, too, like they're 
cavity. I feel like it's just a cavity. Like it's almost like you're just eating a, a potential cavity. It just feels like it gets There's, it's yeah, sugar. The name is terrible. The texture also terrible. Maybe it ha- my birthday is the day before Halloween, so I think maybe that's part of it. Where like oh. it's such a Halloween candy, and so it was always around and birthday time like oh yeah it's just it's the worst it's like like i'm also not a huge fan of jelly beans and it's Mm -hmm. but i'd way take a jelly bean way before whatever it is that candy corn is made of i'm not i I feel like probably vegans really hate candy corn too like it's probably made of Mm -hmm. just aspartame and toxins like there's no natural like what is it It, that's that that's a that's a it's a longer discussion but i i noticed it on your twitter one day and i'm like i have to ask her (laughs) because that's like we're kindred spirits not only do we break toes together like not at the same time but we we have a propensity (laughs) for that but also candy corn is something that and i i did a tour of the jelly belly it's up north in northern california with an ex-wife like we did a, a tour and then at the end they gave us all these and i didn't want to eat any of them i just don't yeah, they're not. They're not. They're on the top of my list because I mean I think there's really good candy. So many, and those are just they're trash candies. Like oatmeal <laughs> cookies are punishment cookies. You know, like you get me an oatmeal cookie like them. That's it's like here's true. some oatmeal. I, yeah, I don't know. It's and like oatmeal people, raisin is even worse to me. I don't know why. Why are we trying to bring fruit into the mix? Like, let's just have just eat a chocolate chip cookie. It's mm, so good. So Do delicious. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Variation on the theme. Just keep it simple. Okay. Well, at least we've gotten that. We've gotten through that. And if if, <laughs> if anyone is still around, which they should be, this is <laughs> if they're not, they're, totally, it's, totally, it's super engaging. Brand, <laughs> yeah. Non-brand for either of us, but like, what is our yeah. brand anyways? Like, it's just <laughs> fair point. Yes. Fair point. No, Meat Fight is still. Like, there's something going on right now with Meat Fight, and then you have something in May. And then I want to talk about how meat meat fight, how meat fight started, and just about in your background, you have a James Beard Award too, right? I do. Yeah, That's wild. I don't know. That's awesome. That's so. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, I wear the medal when I go to like Taco Bell. And you should. Yes. It doesn't get me the free things that I thought it would. I don't know, oh, but um, it's really cool. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I wrote a thing about a bunch of cheap restaurants that I went to, and um, they gave me an award for it. So yay! You still write about restaurants at all? Um, you know, it's funny. I I kind of so so Meat Fight has kind of made it so that I can't write about restaurants okay. as much anymore as I, I would like to because of conflicts of interest. Like when a restaurant becomes uh. a huge sponsor of Meat Fight, I can't be like Lockhart Smokehouse is the best. Uh, you know, uh, they are great. But they but, are great. Um, yeah, Jill's amazing. But, but you know, yeah. <laughs> because they also give us money for the projects that we have for, for people living with MS, it becomes complicated. But, you know, happy to make that switch. Um, it's been absolutely worth it um, in the future. You know, when there's a little bit more time, absolutely, I want to write some more. Um, you know, I've been writing a little bit about reality TV and other random things that uh, happen in my parenting life. Um, those things are fine. But the the restaurant reviews are a little bit. Are you writing for a publication or for a blog? Or I want to make sure people can um, see what you're you writing. Know, so, yeah, I freelance for D Magazine. Oh, you still um, do? And okay. then periodically for The Observer here and there. Um, but mostly, mostly D magazine now and i haven't had anything that i did uh in the last few months but i think one of the more recent pieces i wrote was about uh i was running at white rock lake and i i had to use the porta potty and i dropped my id into it oh um 
and I then and then what happened after? I got it. I, I dug it out. I dug it out. <laughs> oh, you did. You didn't have to get like a, a park ranger oh, yeah. or something. To... <laughs> oh no, no. I my hand went right into the blue. Uh-huh. Um, it, I'm not proud of it, but I had to do it. Um, we had a we had a meat fight event actually like that weekend, and so I couldn't. I needed my ID to prove who I was to vendors, so I couldn't. I couldn't let it go. It was terrible. I was running around the lake like this with this the gross hand. Uh, uh. <laughs> Another appetizing thing to talk about. It was so bad. And I was yelling inside the porta potty, like all the words that are cusses I, that I had, because I could just see my, my own face on my ID, like slowly slipping away. <laughs> from, like the Titanic. I was just like, no. Uh, that <laughs> so is I'm sure whoever was passing by was really worried about me in there. But okay. yeah, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Do you grow up in Dallas and then... Were you on yes. a path to to write? Is that the, was that your goal? Was um, no. So I, I grew up in Dallas, and then I went to UT for school in Austin. Um, majored in advertising. Um, you know, did that for a little while. Worked at an ad agency in the creative department for a bit, and then when I when I came back to Dallas, um, I didn't have a job, and so I was looking for freelance writing to just do kind of on the side while I was searching for gigs and um, that's when I started writing for the observer then after I did a few um, night and day like events pieces just that were just like 200 word little blurbs Mm -hmm. they asked me to do a column for them um, called cheap bastard um, where I would go to restaurants around the city and find lunch for under ten dollars when they called to ask me to do it they said you know we had this idea for this column and we totally thought that like a guy should write it but then we're seeing what you're writing and we think that you'd be pretty good at writing this column. So can we call it cheap bastard and you do it? Like, sure. <laughs> a guy, because in name alone, bastard, they felt like that was, that made more sense for a guy. To yeah. Be writing that, or? Uh, that was just like, they already had the title for the column and then they oh. read my foul mouthed writing. And so decided that it would fit with the from, attitude. From what I've read that you've written, it makes sense that you would <laughs> be perfect for that. It was okay. You know, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And so, yeah, I did that for a while. And then um, I also have a huge love for the State Fair of Texas for the fried food competition, the Big Tex Choice Awards. Um, and oh. so I wrote about that a lot. And, and yeah, I just, I was doing that while I was working at the ad agency. And, and then Meat Fight kind of came up. And so, you know, we... We, we were just wanting to have a barbecue competition because we we're lazy. We were like, how do we get our friends barbecue without having to leave our own couch? It wasn't part of the foundation. It wasn't part of anything. It was no, just to no, do in the backyard, just, right? It was just, yeah, it was like me and my husband were just talking about, you know, we can't just tell people they need to bring barbecue <laughs> to our house. Like, how do we get the most? And the way that we get the most is obviously a competition. Of course, yes. So we tell our friends they're competing. We'll make some stupid trophy. But we needed to have a really good name for the party. Um, otherwise, we knew people wouldn't do it, you know. And so um, we sat around and were drinking beers. And we were just like, sausage party? No. You know, we came up with a bunch of little ideas here and there. And then uh, my husband said, what about meat fight? And we both just fell out laughing. Um, and so we were like, that's it. Well, we're going to name it meat it's fight. It's a great name. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's like so silly. It was perfect. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Make some beer can trophies. You know, I I got a can of beer and a piggy bank and I super glued them together. And then I um, just spray painted them gold and got a Sharpie and wrote meat fight (laughs) brisket winner on the bottom. Uh, Just the dumbest, like crappiest piece of wonderful. And um, so we told our friends, you know, you're going to be competing for this trophy. It's going to be amazing. So you bring the barbecue to my house. I'll get the keg of beer. 
and then it'll be great. And these weren't restaurateurs or were they just people that no, you knew that were good friends. cooks? Or, yeah. This was just like, let's have a Saturday. Gotcha. Um, and, uh, do a thing. No, that's killer. Yeah. You know, so then we had um, a couple friends of mine from the Dallas Observer came and judged. So it would be like legit. Mm. And my dad, because that just makes it legit Dad's as well. Known, yeah. And uh, then at the end of the competition, um, we, we announced all the winners. And one of my friends got really mad, like red faced, angry um, in the kitchen. And he was yelling at my dad, who's like super tall. And these two just dudes were, you know, in the kitchen. And he's yelling at my dad. And he's like, you didn't even taste the coleslaw on my slider for my pulled pork slider. And my dad just looked at him really calmly. And he was like, Chris, this is meat fight not coleslaw fight. Oh, that's so um, <laughs> And I was just like, oh, oh my gosh, best. we have something. Like, like if people are fighting over the trophy in the kitchen at the end, this is something. We have to do this again. This is hilarious. So he know? really was upset. He really wanted to win so that. Mad. Tro- oh, that's so, so mad. great. That's um, awesome. And it was great. You know, so of course I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> um, and yeah, my friend's I'm mad. Great. Friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm a great friend. Uh, and also I'm telling this story, what, you know, 10, 11 years later yeah. still. Sorry, Chris. And I think it's um, in writing in Daniel's column. So, Oh, for sure. It's like, I think, I think it, I, cause I was like, is this this guy, Chris, that was written about? Okay, cool. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. It's Chris Bateen. Hi. Um, <laughs> and I probably should have like one day say Daniel Vaughn, barbecue editor, Texas monthly. But I always say like Daniel, like assuming that every single person that listens to this is a barbecue crazy. The, the Daniel Vaughn. I yes. think he prefers to be called now. Oh, that- so yeah, we decided that that was really fun. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then later that year, my brother got diagnosed with MS and he came to us and he was like, Hey, you know, I got this diagnosis, but I really, really want to take on the bike MS, which is a 150 mile bike ride over two days. Okay. Will you guys join us? And my husband and I were like, uh, we don't have bike. <laughs> like, sure. You know, and there's this like $300 minimum to even ride that ride because they've got to, you know, raise money for the cause. And so we were like, what if we, you know, we, we hate asking people for money. Like I'm not sending an email uh, asking anybody for anything. That's so like annoying. Yeah, I'm not doing yeah. it, which, you know, which is hilarious now. Cause literally that's my that's job. What <laughs> that's what your job. Yeah. All I do. That's why you're talking to a guy um, in California that maybe some people, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe <laughs> somebody else will see it. I'll send you <laughs> Let's crossed. So yeah, they, uh, we were like, let's have this party. And I, um, asked a couple of, uh, local pit masters to come judge. We had people from Pecan Lodge and Lockhart Smokehouse and Daniel Vaughn, the Daniel Vaughn had, you know, these, a couple, you know, legit people come judge. Mm -hmm. And, um, we charged people 20 bucks to come and they got a t-shirt with that, that we made this some crappy logo on, um, which is still our logo. <laughs> um, it works. I like it. And it was funny. I made these cups. I have one that's really old and it's like, I just put a cow and a pig and meat fight under it. And the pig was the same size as the cow, which doesn't make sense. But I was like, it's clip art. Some big like, things. But... <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's clip art. It's what I can do. So that's what it's going to look like. And I took it to my friend who's an art director and she's really, really good. And I was like, I want you to make this, but for a shirt. She was like, Alice, this sucks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, yes, it's uh, that's what I want. Like, I want only that. So don't make it better. And she was like, okay. Oh, that's not <laughs> and, um, so now we have this logo on everything we do. And she's like, oh, my God, that's still going. Like, you still have that crappy logo. <laughs> it's but, nice that it harkens yeah. back to that time and that that you yeah. created it. It's just like it's, it is like the beer can with the piggy bank on top. It's just yeah. you did it. It's weird. And so. 
so yeah, we have this event in our backyard and we hoped to raise our $300 minimums a piece. Um, and at the end of the event, we had raised $2,000 and I was just wow. so excited and elated. And we were like crying and thanking everybody who was there. And, um, one of our judges was Brian Lusher from our restaurant, um, called the grape here in Dallas. And he now does, um, Lusher's red hots, hot dogs. They're really great. Oh, wow. Um, he came up to me and he was like, this is cool, but do you really want to make a difference? Like, do you want to make real money and, and really help people? I was like, Brian, I thought I did a pretty good job. Like, this is awesome. He goes, yeah, but you can invite the public. And then Daniel comes up and he's like, yeah, people would absolutely compete in this. They would absolutely do this. We could get chefs to do it. It would be awesome. And you know, why haven't you done, why haven't you made this a public event? And I said, guys, I'm not an event planner. Like, there's, there's a restaurant pit master doing keg stands in my backyard right now. This is not for public consumption. You know, it would be easy. And so, um, then we kind of talked a little bit more, drank a few more beers and, uh, decided, well, I, if I could get a brewery involved and they would maybe go help me try to find some chefs to see if anybody would actually be interested in competing. Uh, Daniel said he would see if we could get any Texas pitmasters to come judge and, and we'd see if we had an event. And, um, you know, I called the first brewery I called immediately was in wow. and, um, then Brian was calling chefs. We had to stop calling chefs at 12 chefs because every single person was super excited to support. That's and be involved. so nice. Wow. And, and Daniel, you know, messaged some pitmasters, And I remember the email chain, like he just forwarded me all the yeses that, that immediately came through. And he said, who knew I would bring all the boys to the yard. Um, <laughs> that's, <a> nice, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it was great. So then, then I was like, oh shit, we have to have an event. <laughs> I have no idea how to do this. Yeah, that's it. It takes a lot of work to do any kind of. Yeah. So we, um, my husband and I personally paid for the venue rental cause we didn't know any better that that like maybe, you know, your charity would do that. The we, charity we wasn't even really it. set up, right? It wasn't even. No, it yeah. wasn't. We were just, we were just directly benefiting the national MS society yeah. at that point. Um, we did not have a 501 C3 status at that point. Um, and so, yeah, we were like, we'll make it for, for the MS society and then it's fine, you know? Um, but yeah, we, we, sort of ate all these costs up front, not knowing any better. And, wow. um, our, our event planner that was like a friend of a friend who was helping us for free didn't show up on the day of the event. Oh, that's great. Um, oh, that's so awesome. We were like, huh? Okay. And, uh, it was, it was great. Um, it's probably it's better. Event... You probably learned a lot more having you know, to do all I, that stuff. Yourself. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we spent the whole time just not blinking eyes wide open. Um, but the restaurant community in Dallas is just so great. And all of these chefs really did hold us up on that day. And and that first one, we raised $20,000. Was that 2013 um, or 2014? That was 2012. 2012, okay. Um, yeah, and then 2013 um, was a little bigger. Uh, somebody said we should see if we could get, that, that it would be hilarious if Ron Swanson judged Meat Fight. Like that would be the, the you know, they just made a joke at me on Twitter. Yeah. And I was like, that would be fun. Um, so then I just made a joke directed at Nick Offerman and said, like, you should come judge meat fight on Twitter. And then, yeah, oh, like 30 odd. minutes later, I had from his publicist that was like, hi, uh, Nick sees that you've been interested in having him come to an event, but um, we can't get to your website because it's marked as spam because <laughs> fight.com sounds like it might be something that i swear it's not <laughs> um, didn't know didn't think about oh, it okay. so, yeah. so 
Uh, fair enough. Um, fair enough, So, yes. yeah, so I explained to her, no, it was, in fact, about barbecue. So then we, it was real. You know, we started talking a little bit further, and Nick absolutely wanted to come to a meat fight. So then again, it was like, We've got to make this event good. Like we can't just have <laughs> a regular a bunch like, of crazy people running. You know? And yeah, so he showed up and he was amazing. He was like, "Can I bring my brother?" We said, "Yes, absolutely." And so they both came, and it was great. And well, and so the concept was that people would bring br- their brisket, or would they cook on site, right. or would they bring mm-hmm. it, and then how was like order? right? So the way the public meat fight works is that um, meat each team consists of four Dallas chefs. Um, And this is sort of like a fish out of water event. We don't have pit masters making the barbecue. We have, you know, your fancy tweezers chefs having to do barbecue. Um, And in some cases we've got places now that have like burger joints and stuff like that. But, but the idea is that they don't have barbecue as their focus, you know? And so then they um, have a team of four players and each fighter um, picks a category. So it'll be brisket, sausage, um, ribs, and then a wild card category that we change every year. So that has been um, pork belly. And in fact, on the Offerman year, it was salmon as our wild card. Um, and the wild card, you have to smoke in the style of Texas brisket as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a different challenge, right? Um, so yeah, Offerman wrote on his uh, judge's ballot, salmon is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Do you have that? Do you still have that? Certainly, certainly oh, have, have that. To. Yes, that's um, so great. Yeah. And so, so yes, they still play for these um, beer can trophies. We haven't changed the trophy at all. And uh, each year we raise more and more for the National MS Society. And now for our programs that we've since created um, that help people living with MS uh, with the equipment they need to take on bike MS, like uh, my brother and my my family, we all do because we were crossing the finish line at a bike MS one year, and there's a tent for people living with MS to cheer at the finish line, uh, which is great. And my brother was like, "That's awesome, but you know, it would be cooler is if all those people were on this ride and yeah. experiencing across this finish line because research shows that regular cardio helps uh, mitigate symptoms and uh, improve quality of life." And so um, I was like, you're cute. Bikes are expensive. Like, everybody can't just go buy a bike, Jim, you know? So he said, well, what if we started, what if we made a program where we could give people these bikes? Um, Specifically for that. that. Okay, so that's why I was wondering where the biking part came about. Okay. And and what what quick aside, how is he doing? He's doing great. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, He's done several Ironman uh, competitions and, you know, exercise really, really helps. And so that's the the cool thing, you know, 10 years later that we're seeing is that we we know the research is showing that exercise helps, but also I know people that it's helping. Like we've given over 300 bikes nationwide and I've seen people do better. I've heard people tell me over and over and over again um, how much not only the equipment, but our community has um, changed their lives, you know, and it's really, it's really cool. Inspiring. Uh, And yeah, that's, and to do anything like that is so that's that much. And it's such a change from what you had started out with marketing and stuff. It's, but you're using your skills in the end, you're using all that. Yeah. I'm using um, the lovely restaurateurs in Dallas community <laughs> to help us, uh, what we call it sort of uh, barbecue laundering, right? Like we take barbecue and turn it into help for people living with MS uh, into dollars. And it's 
it's just really um, been a wonderful thing. And another thing that we um, pride ourselves on is that that when you come to one of our events, we call it funlanthropy, right? So it's just a fun event. Like you're first and foremost, you're just going to have a great time. Um, some people come to a meat fight and don't even know that it benefits a charity. Oh, it's really? just a badass event. And, and so we want that first. It's our, luncheons are never going to be our thing. You know, um, that's just not going to be our target market, big bearded dudes. Like that's our lane. Um, and we're getting those people. And into, people dress up too, right? Don't people get pretty crazy? You know, yes, that's been an interesting development. Like, um, our, our volunteers will have a cow pig bacon costume. That totally makes sense. But we've also had a, a segment of our fandom that, <laughs> that now shows up in, uh, we had a guy show up in like a super pig costume one year with a cape and everything. Awesome. Good for him. Um, yes. you know, it's like whether we have a costume contest or not, you know, they're showing up. So is it still $300 a ticket? Like, how are you raising, how does, how is it becoming like growing from but 2000 to 10,000 to hundreds of thousands. Right. How is that happening? <laughs> yes. Um, so, so 100% of our ticket price always goes straight to the cause. Okay. We are about making a real difference, right? So when we say philanthropy, it's a great party, but also it really makes a difference. Yeah. We will not have an event where it's 10% goes to the cause and it'll be, you know, at the end, great. We raised $2,000 for a, an event with a thousand people. You yeah. know, yeah. the last meat fight we raised when we were able to be together was $225,000. That's a good amount um, of money. If nuts, we've raised over $2 million for the National MS Society since we started. Wow. In addition to giving over 300 bikes, um, we also have a program now that offers coaching and equipment for for people who want to do Ironman, um, who are living with MS. Um, basically if you're an athlete, you want to take something on, we're here to, to help you out. That's our job. Oh. And it's, it's grown like crazy. Um, so, so yeah, some of it is that the ticket price hundred percent goes, okay. um, also our restaurants give us all kinds of crazy, awesome live auction items. So, okay. you know, when, one year we had, um, Aaron Franklin donated a skip the line, um, and a tour at Franklin barbecue oh, and, you cool. know, that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. and we do, uh, we get from our, our friends at Whistlepig whiskey. Um, they do, a um, a stay at the farmhouse, um, and a that's tour of distillery. Um, you know, things, things like that really, that'll help boost. Um, but also there's a moment at every big meat fight event where we just do a cash call for bikes. Um, and it's a thousand dollars for a bike year after year. That's my favorite part. Um, you see people, you know, put that paddle up, um, who just want to buy bikes and they just want to help people. Um, and even now we have people who've received a bike who are putting their paddle up to buy another bike to pay it forward. It's just, it's really cool. So people at the, at the actual events are donating money towards bikes for, wow, that is, and what is, what is the bike portion called? Is it called, um, meat, MS meat? Uh, just meat bike bike. Yeah. Oh, meat yeah. bikes. So they're, was, yeah. so they're meat, meat bikes. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. what we call them. Oh, that, oh yeah. Um, Cause Daniel said, is it a bike made out of meat? And you're like, you said, Oh, no, right. It's not. Right. No, it's not. Not, yes. not yet. You know, it could be, <laughs> it's hard in the Texas heat to have a bike made out of meat, you know, <laughs> yes. uh, but we're working and shipping, on it. We're working I think on. it's illegal probably to ship a meat bike across the yeah. country. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> and you know, we don't, like I said, we don't have costume contests, mm-hmm. but we do generally have a beard contest. And so we, we have, uh, our judges judge the best beards in the room. Perfect. Um, and, uh, Offerman did that in that 2013 year. That was great. And, um, started with the, he, he found some chef tongs on a table, um, and was using those to kind of comb through people's 
you know, situations. Um, it was great. So we, we do that every year. And I think that's what keeps that kind of stuff is what keeps people coming back to what we do. We, we also have a meet midway where we have meat themed midway games during the event. Yes. Yeah. And so it's like two bucks to play and, um, we have what we call the pork chop speedway. And so that's like, um, the little, you know, those little battery powered pigs Mm -hmm. that like walk. Um, so we have like five or six of those in a row and we race them. Um, and if your pig wins, then you win a prize, you know, really silly. If you, if I came to the, an event or someone came, you're, is it mostly drinking before the eating part or there is there food being passed around? Too? Um, or is it, like yeah, lots so, of the matters. Like who cares if it's right. just water the whole time? It's a, for a good cause, but yeah, fun, and in fun. Normal, yeah. In normal times, um, the November meat fight, um, you'll, you'll walk in and your ticket buys you a, a taste of up to 16 competition meats. Okay. And so you taste everything that, all the chefs have made every single attendee has the opportunity to taste it if you can eat that much meat and so yeah you'll get a taste of like four briskets four sausage four ribs four wild card and then in addition to that we have about 20 or 30 more restaurants in town that'll be serving up side items there's beer there's whiskey uh there's tito's like it's it's too much in a wonderful way. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's the meat fight event. And then now we also usually have another event in the year called the meat fight one K, which is our summer event. And typically there we challenge our attendees to eat at, or drink at 40, uh, food and beverage stations <laughs> in a field. Right. So we set up 40 stations and if you can eat or drink at 12 or more, we'll give you a finisher medal. Oh, nice. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, so this big start line and you know, we, we shoot off confetti cannons at the beginning and, uh, people, people run. Um, we have a, a brisket slingshot that we, we tie, uh, tickets to our meat fight event on. And so we slingshoot that at the start. Um, and everybody races to try to get the brisket and then they get tickets to the next event. It's just silliness as well. Um, we had skydivers bring meat from the sky, uh, to the last event. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know all these things. I doesn't do a meat fight, but I love it so much. Gosh, it's damn COVID. (laughs) I know. I know. And so we're, we're trying to figure out how we could do the 1K this year with all the, the craziness happening. And you might be able to do it like the end of summer, maybe possibly, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, so yeah, what we're knows? doing is this drive through event. We've yeah. Let's talk about that. That comes May 29th. Is that a, yes. And okay. so that is the meat fight 1K this year. We are, okay. we are Dallasing the meat fight 1K. We're making it as lazy as possible. Like before you had to walk through the field. Now you just drive your car up and we'll put a box of food in the back of your car. <laughs> <laughs> you drive over the finish line. We'll give you a finisher medal. Oh, that's so Yay, you did it. Now, <laughs> we're thinking about doing bib numbers too. So you know, you definitely participated in an event um, on this day. And you know, it's just it's nice to be able to have the opportunity to do anything at all. Um, and this will be at a brewery. If people wanted to stay after, they can decide. You know, choose your own adventure on that. Now, how much, how much is that? And is, do they go to meet? Uh, right. So tickets for that, uh, boxes will go on sale on May 4th, um, because we wanted to tie into the May the 4th be with you. You got to make everything Star Wars, right? I'm not. So yeah, the tickets for that are $135. Um, and that will get you a box for two that will include, it's a, it was supposed to include brisket, but I'm not sure we're going to be able to actually do that right now because of all the 
current um, issues with the brisket pricing, et cetera. It's getting crazy. Um, Yeah. So there's, there's a maybe on the brisket, but definitely you're going to get two sausage links from Lockhart Smokehouse and you're going to get ribs ribs from Black Barbecue. (laughs) The second, yeah, ribs from where? Cadillac Barbecue. Oh, from Cadillac. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's, that's great. Wow. Killer. Um, and then Slowbone barbecue was going to do brisket, but we've got to figure out if that's going to be possible or if they're going to do Turkey or something else. Um, they have and amazing then fried get... chicken too. So I don't know if that's something. Exactly. That... Right. I would take it. And then uh one ninety barbecue here in town is going to do, um, some cryovac cool. meat situation. Um, you're going to get a pack of Lusher's hot dogs. So there'll be like five or six sort of anchor meats. And then you're also going to get, 10 sides from other restaurants here in town. Um, so there's, you know, um, we've got some banana pudding in the mix and um, some treats, sweet treats and things like that. And then sides like potato salad and mac and cheese and stuff like that. So it's a, a big box of food that will be perfect for your Memorial Day weekend, whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a hundred percent of that ticket price goes directly to help somebody living with MS. Um, we will also have uh, some options. We've got these uh, Playmate coolers that we bought. You remember those? Like yeah, yeah. from the eight. Is that the, the kind like, that, 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 that have the? Top. It has a little yeah. It's... Yeah, the button on the side, uh-huh. and so like can't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or uh, if you're too drunk, you can't figure it out. No, there's, yeah, I've had many. Or like, yeah, it's a and you like it's easy to lock in, but it's so hard. Right? <laughs> Why is we that? Figured out. I don't know. It's but it's good. Yeah. Uh, so we figure out you can customize those. So we've we'll have meat fight playmate coolers. Those will be a hundred dollars, and they'll ha- each one of them will have a surprise in it. Okay. Um, so you might get tickets to the next meat fight. You might get dinner for two at a restaurant in town. Um, we've got a lot of cool like prizes that are going to be in those. So they're kind of like our, our sort of PBS, um, donation level. Uh, if you buy one of those, um, you can get something really cool. So yeah, tickets will go on sale on on May 4th, but we'll have the coolers. We'll have the, the basic box, uh, situation. There will also be an opportunity to donate online for anybody who can't actually make it to the event. And we're, you know, trying to think of some possible raffle kind of options and things like that online. We'll, we'll have some way that people can get little prizes for donating, um, and participate. And then in November, we'll have another drive-through event for meat fight. Uh, for me fight proper. Uh, and I think, you know, it'll, it'll kind of depend on what things, what COVID numbers look like, Mm -hmm. um, in November, if we can all be good boys and girls, um, maybe we can have, you know, a few people stay, (laughs) maybe we can have a live auction. I don't know. It feels like things look much better in 2022 for, for, for the gathering of the thousand people inside, you know, that's what we typically do. And I mean, typically it's like shoulder to shoulder, uh, drunk people making out like we can't have nice things at a meat fight. <laughs> we can't do that yet, you know. <laughs> but do you think you could do it at like an outdoor space? I don't know. But if if you did the drive through this year, then next year do a real one. That's... Yeah, you know, I think that because you have a brewery you're connected to, right? Yes, we do. And and the fact that we're serving an immune system compromised, you know, population, we have to be a little bit extra careful. But but mostly it's just that as soon as we open the gates to have a meat fight, I know people are going to go to 11, you know, it's gonna um, be, yeah, it, yeah. So I want to make sure I can offer the best party for them once mm-hmm. we can do that. And I think that, um, it might be that we just have to wait a little longer. Um, I, I don't know, you know, we, we had a venue, but then that venue has closed due to COVID. And so, yeah, wow. we just got to kind of figure out November. If things are looking good for 2022, would you have it earlier than fall? If things yeah. are better? Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I have no problem. I mean, 
what is time anyway, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I could no, tell Yeah, November is April is May. Fine, is who cares? So, you know, <laughs> don't care, want party, right? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so then, yeah, yeah, if people, and can they sign up for, is there some sort of newsletter that people can sign up for online? Or is there some kind of list? Or, or do uh, they know, just... They, follow us on okay. Facebook. They can follow us on Instagram. Um, when you buy a ticket to an event of ours, that's sort of when you get into our, you know, list of people that we mail. Okay. They, they could email me at Alice at meatfight.com if they really want emails from us. Uh-huh. We love to send emails, but I, I think, you know, social media people do actually are glued yeah. to their phones. Anyways. You know, it feels like they, they like to do the scrolling thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you like that, find us on Instagram where we're meet underscore fight. Mm. on instagram and then just meet fight on facebook okay. um, and then obviously meetfight.com i don't know if your spam filter will allow you to go see our website or not um but that's our website okay, so it's not meetfight.org <laughs> it's meetfight.com okay. .com. yeah yeah during covid did you have did you already have it set up for last november but you had to cancel it is that what it... yes okay yes uh, we had an event in um april called chicken thing that's our fried chicken event um, same kind of concept as meat fight, a bunch of Dallas chefs get together and they cook fried chicken and, oh, uh, great. you eat it and it's, it's awesome. Um, we couldn't do it. So we had to cancel that. And then we had to cancel meat fight. Um, in November, we did a, a virtual event that was awesome and raised a hundred thousand dollars. Um, so, you know, not too shabby. That's not but, too shabby. Um, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to get people some actual food again and, and yeah, get be amongst get, sort you know? of amongst people. Yeah. Social situation. That would it's be not it. the same to tell people like, look at this food, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just not the same. And they're like, my internet sucks. And yeah. And, and also, you know, like we had to cancel the events, but, um, it, of course we did, you know, meat fight is built on, uh, the, the concept lot relies heavily on restaurants. And they've gone through so much. Um, there's just no way we could ask for, for anything sure. from them during that time. Um, in fact, we ended up doing a fundraiser for restaurants um, and during during COVID just to try to help out a little bit. But but that's been the other part. You know, if we were to say, yeah, we're totally going to have an event in November 2020, that means we're going to be asking restaurants for something. And I'm just not quite ready to do that on a large scale. Yeah. Um, yet we've got to make sure that we do whatever we can to support local restaurants so that they're here for us yeah. after all of this. It's our turn, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, then so, yeah. Yeah, I keep saying, yeah, go get to go eat in, eat in if you can or outside or get gift, yes. gift cards. Yeah, it's and it's funny yes. how I don't think people realize how dependent we are, were on that experience and on going to restaurants and how nice it was. So I, to be honest, I haven't eaten inside of a restaurant since like February of last year because of Los Angeles is the way it is. Right. You know, and I think that, that everybody's just got to, got to, wherever your comfort level is, mm-hmm. um, do so it. However you can support a local restaurant, do it. You know, if it's a gift card because you're not ready to go back in yet, totally do it. Mm-hmm. Um, every, every little bit helps. Um, you know, I think that now with the, the beef prices going the way they're going and, um, you know, it seems that there's an employee shortage, uh, you know, now people yeah. are, are having more in the restaurant, but they don't have enough people to come in and work. Restaurants are just still struggling. It's not over for restaurants. No. And I think it's an important point. Um, when we talk about events coming up again, um, that, that event season coming back the way it does means that people are going to be asking restaurants again, 
for things right now. And, and it's just, I just don't feel quite comfortable that it's time to do that. Oh, again yeah. That's nice that you're thinking, of that, thinking that way because <laughs> <laughs> not everyone does. Like people, it's I feel like, job. Oh I, my God, yeah. they do so much for us. <laughs> what an asshole I would be, right? Like, Hey, I know that uh, things are shitty, but can you give me a bunch of money yeah. and also uh, food? Thanks. Yeah, life goes Bye. on. No, no it's, weird, it's weird too. Cause yesterday I was, out, I was somewhere and I realized that, I always thought that like this whole pandemic would change how people are. People would be kinder humans, not cut people off. Try like right. it would just change humanity. It, everything's kind of back to normal. It's just yeah, it's well, but, like not 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 hundred percent, but it's and I but I, right. I hope but I hope that people do appreciate other people and you know and when they when events do happen, I hope I, like I hope it's a fabulous experience and I hope that people really appreciate being together again yeah i I hope they will i think they will you know they they will i think people are just probably at their peak jerkness outside because they've been locked in their homes with only their loved ones for a year like that's also like what is going on in everyone's mind all just too much that's true Um, that is true yeah thank you it's like a therapy right here this is thank you i appreciate that this is (laughs) so helpful back to to meat fights you know base like um, when we, when we figure out who to work with for our organization. And when I talked to volunteers before our event, our one, um, mantra we always say is don't be an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> like not, it's not that much to ask, right? Yeah. That's all like, that's your baseline. That's all you have to do is not be an asshole. Um, and that's hard for some people too. That's that, so and like, we're set and yeah. we'll have a great time, you know? And I think that's just, uh, uh, something to do in life. My mom actually did a needlepoint of that for me on a pillow. Oh, that's um, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your dad, your so your dad was judging, and your mom does needle. That was would would you <laughs> say there's uh, somebody that's a sponsor, potential sponsor that's listening or watching this? Do you uh-huh. want them to reach out? Is that do you, are you still looking for more people? Yeah. To, okay, okay, absolutely, okay. absolutely, yes. Um, we are always looking for new partners. Okay. Uh, in fact, you mentioned Meat Church at the beginning of this. They're a good partner of ours we've known Matt for a really long time and you know yeah we are always looking for partners so if there's anybody who's uh interested in this cause we would love to work with them and that's another email me at aliceatmeatbite.com situation okay awesome that's this is this has been so great i'm so glad we finally and i think this is perfect timing our tickets do sell out like very quickly um typically i you know i don't know what will happen because of covid but um, we've had tickets for these events sell out in an hour before. Um, so, but do they go on sale at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, Texas mm-hmm. time, which is the which yep. is what the, the, it's just the center of the the universe. <laughs> I love it. I'm stealing that forever because yes, it's yes, absolutely. Well, because when, doing these interviews, I've always I, my my mind's always thinking like either I talk to someone on the East Coast, like it's a Southern state or something, and then or I talk to. It's mostly people in Texas time. So, so a lot of people say it's my time. Like, like, is that nine o'clock? They're like, my time, Texas time. Right. And I'm like, right. Okay. It's not even, yeah, it's totally a self-centered thing. Like not even looking like not even thinking that there are other times. Uh, yeah. Like they, exactly. it's just Texas timing, but that's it. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, did you have, do you have one recommendation as a cheap, that for the cheap bastard, one uh, lunch recommendation of $10? Well, Could you think of one? Actually, Yes. Um, last night I had curbside pickup from a new restaurant in town called St. Taco. Okay. Um, and it's run by the people who did BB Bop here. Hmm. Um, and it's so good. They have the concept is tacos and wings. So you can get 
all different kinds of chicken wings and also street tacos. And it is wonderful and makes me all kinds of happy. So um, I recommend the sweet and spicy chili um, wings and then any, any taco you want, just do it. Oh, that's cool. Okay. St. Taco. Yeah. Yeah. They just, I think they just opened very recently. Um, So yeah, nice. Hit them up. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, I appreciate that. That's kind of cool. I did. I threw that. I threw that at you. And 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 also too, just we'll never say the word blank corn again. We'll never. That should never. <laughs> I appreciate that. I really do. And I will never send you that in the mail. That's that would be the cruelest joke ever. From the record. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is going to be if somebody invents barbecue candy corn, I'm uh, going to have to try it. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's my problem. That's not so, a bad idea. And I'm sure there are people listening. There's someone smart enough to, <laughs> to create that. And it's probably going to be really good. <laughs> yeah, actually, you threw away like the smartest idea ever right there. But I they should give, they should give 10% of the proceeds to There you go. Site. Yes. Yeah. You come up with meat candy corn, you call me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> meat or barbecue candy corn, call you. Yes. And yeah, it'll be, yeah, and you'll, yeah, that would be, and you'll, you'll promote it, cross promote it. That's all it is, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll shoot it out of confetti cannons at our attendees. <laughs> and It'll be mouths. great. People It'll have to catch great. them. Yes. Just oh. like show up with your gullet and you're getting. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, have a great day. Thank you. Keep your toes safe. And, you too. Uh, yeah, yes. I try. I try. I can't I help try. it. Yeah. Really. Thanks again for talking to me. Oh, thank you too. Yeah. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.